I'm John. I'm Joe. And this is Ubaldi Brief. This is a passionate thing that I'm very big on, and that's corruption in the media. And the reason I'm so passionate about without an independent media to challenge our elected officials, we'll never know some of the things that they're doing or not doing if we don't have an independent media. And all we have now, and I hate to use this term, and this is what Victor David Hansen basically had said, is we've got the Soviet-style media where they just parrot whatever the Democratic Party wants. And the reason I bring that up, and just look at in the last couple of years, since when Donald Trump first got elected, they spent, what, three, four years on Russian collusion? Two prominent, two prominent news outlets, the New York Times and the Washington Post, they both got a Pulitzer Prize, which is the premier or the gold standard of news journalism awards in December of 2018. And then four months later, there was no evidence and it was all based off a lie, but they got a, a Pulitzer Prize for it. That seemed to be what's going on ever since the Trump administration kicked in is that they were trying to do whatever they could to break that up. Was it like that in the Obama era? To a degree, the not as bad as it was against Trump, but the, the media was all in on President Trump, excuse me, President Obama. They didn't hold them to the same standards that they hold Republicans. And then when you got to Donald Trump, they were they didn't like him. They, their goal was to destroy him. And there was a guy who was actually a pollster for both Hillary and Bill Clinton, a guy named Doug Schoen. And he said he has his media friends say, it's our job to take down this administration. Yeah. So they went in with Russian collusion. Look what they did with Kavanaugh. Even on both of these major stories, there was no evidence. And that's the basics the basis of the Society of Professional Journalism Ethics Code, the accuracy of your work. There was nothing. There was no evidence, but they jumped on every salacious scandal. Look at last summer as an example, when the media reported that Russian, Russia was providing bounties to the Taliban to kill American Marines. And General McKenzie said he's seen no actionable intelligence. And then just in March of this year, they came out and said, we never saw anything. There was no nothing, no validity to that story. But President, then candidate Biden used it in the, the debate. And it's just even the story about Donald Trump calling the Georgia election officials. He did that. Now, Jonathan Turley, the constitutional scholar, said he was wrong to do that. But the Washington Post made up quotes and attributed it to Donald Trump that he never said. So we're in a tight spot here because to say a media or news source can't say what they want or there has to be some kind of repercussion if they go outside the truth is violating the First Amendment. So it's been a catch-all. It's violating the first, it's not violating the First Amendment. You still have to provide the accuracy of your work. But without and any repercussion. I got it. But this it's not from, I'm not saying, and I hope my listeners or listeners don't think that I'm not saying government needs to come in and say, you need to knock it off. But this is what we're at right now. Now look at the difference of the coverage between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Even last, the end of last year in what, October, the media squelched anything regarding Hunter Biden. 
They said there was it was part of Russian disinformation. There was no evidence that this was a Russian disinformation campaign. This was pure, purely a corruption scandal. And emails have showed that with Joe Biden said he didn't know anything about his son's business dealings. That's a lie. Yeah. The, the, the person, George Papandopoulos, was interviewed by the FBI. Either he's lying, but he could be he could be charged for lying to the FBI or he's telling the truth. Which one is it? Yeah. And it's just but even some of the other stories, has anybody asked Joe Biden about when he canceled the Keystone XL pipeline back in January? And these guys, these workers who can think and go to get their green jobs. OK, we're four months later, almost five months later. Where are those green jobs for these employees? So it's or even just like what happened with the jobs report. We mentioned it about. The generous unemployment benefits. Joe Biden says no, but he's never held a press conference but one. Mm-hmm. He does, and that was scripted to ten reporters. He doesn't have this give and take. Even Jen Psaki said we tell him not to take questions. Can you imagine if Donald Trump said the same thing? But who's telling him not to take questions? I, look, when you tell me when you say president, I think if there's anybody that's at the very top of the the nation or the person that you can't tell what to do, it's the president. Yet they're telling the president, "Don't Correct. take." So who is okay? Who is telling this to the president? That's the we had Jen Psaki. It could be Kamala Harris, the vice president. It could be Joe Klein, his uh, his chief of staff. And then the report came out, I think it was in Politico, that said that Joe Klein has people around him and around the president that are heavily involved in this dark money. So it's it just seems that nobody looks at these angles that are valid stories to and it used to be like hardcore journalism that used to expose these this corruption it was like back in the nixon era or even enron or uh whitewater with the clintons and stuff like that there was some kind of investigation yet the investigation are still there but yet when someone maybe brings up something that's very damning damaging for whatever uh, administration it seems like they're like no that does that, ne- that never happened let's take a point the andrew cuomo here andrew cuomo it's still alleged you had almost 10 women alleged he sexually assaulted them or harassed them then he falls so this is from the attorney general who's a democrat the cuomo administration falsely gave numbers to the federal government on the extent of the COVID and how they put COVID-infected elderly patients back into nursing homes that could cause a huge amount of deaths in these individuals. Now, had that been Ron DeSantis, a Democrat, excuse me, a Republican, do you really think the media would not have covered that? Then you have Andrew Cuomo allegedly giving special treatment to his family and friends on COVID tests when people were trying to get a COVID test and he did the same thing to vaccinations. So it's just, we don't have an independent media. We have a one-party media. At what point does we go to a one-party media to propaganda? I think we're, we're getting close to that right now. I'm not saying you have to be a cheerleader, even for Trump. I don't want the press to be a cheerleader for Trump when he was president. I want them to challenge him when he does a, his policies, some of his statements. But now that Joe Biden is president, 
I want them to challenge him. Why haven't they asked him in December when you were president-elect, you said within the first, at the end of my 100 days, all schools will be open. Half the schools are, are not open. And we're not sure they're going to be open in the fall. Then in the campaign, he admonished Trump saying, when I'm president, I'm going to send a team into China to find out what happened and what how the, the COVID-19 originated. He had a two-hour conversation with President Xi. Where's the team going into China? What kind of question would you want to pose to our listeners? I would just want to pose this. Do you think we have an independent media? Or do you think the media is one-sided in favor of the Democrats? I would like your opinion. I see it one way. I would just like to know what our listeners see. And how can they do that, John? They can do that by going to Ubaldi Reports, gmail.com. That's Ubaldi Reports at gmail.com. Or they can go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, type in Ubaldi Reports. If you go to Facebook, you can go to Ubaldi Reports group and you can leave a message there. And just for our listeners' sake, soon we'll get back to live streaming these podcasts. Joe, tell them what we're also going to be doing. Yes, really soon in our social media, we'll be posting a Patreon link so that you can help contribute to the show and fund us to get in order to help us fund more shows to give you on a regular basis. So with that, everybody have a good night. Yeah, have a good night. Keep listening to you, Bobby. Bobby.